Hi, welcome to the Soul Streaker Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Jake. Are you ready to feel all lit up and excited like you just ran through a field naked? I am. So drop that baggage and let your soul go streaking. Hi, Soul Streakers. Welcome to this episode of the Soul Streaker Podcast. I am your host, Jenna Jake. I hope everybody's having a great week. I hope everyone's getting out, enjoying the sun, enjoying the light, appreciating who they are, where they are, and just being. That is awesome and amazing. Here's some synchronicity. I have been channeling from spirit. I was trying to do that this week for my podcast and the whole thing just got totally messed up. In the channeling, spirit said to me, you are not to talk, you're to listen because you need to listen right now and let us say what we have to say. Whatever was speaking to me through the channeling wanted you to know that the message isn't just for me, but it's for anyone else who may be drawn to it. So I'm hoping that that's you. So I may be sharing what spirit's channeling. I I got the feeling since my last podcast that I was just trying to record, it got really, really mixed up. I think spirit does not want me to share right now, but I'm hoping that that will be coming very soon. I wanted to talk about this weird synchronicity that just happened. I have a relationship with Wayne Dyer, even though he's passed. He's a central figure for me. I listen to him a lot. I was listening to him yesterday talking about the Tao and how he spent an entire year doing the Tao. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to start doing the Tao every week. I'm going to pick a verse. It's going to take me 81 weeks because there's 81 verses. I started yesterday. I started with verse one. I have a translation book by an author named Sam Trode that I'm going to read to you first. The Tao that can be understood is not the eternal cosmic Tao, just as an idea that can be expressed in words is not the infinite idea. So anything that you can name is what Lao Tzu, who is the author of the Tao Te Ching, which is the book that I'm talking about, the Tao, the book of the way. Anything that you name, once you name it, you reduce it to whatever you name it to be. It loses all its infinite potential, all its infinite possibility, because you have an idea of what that thing is that you named, and that's how you frame it. It doesn't get a chance to express itself any other way. It's kind of like an actor that does such a great job playing that role that you can't imagine them in any other role, and then they can't get any other jobs. It's kind of like that. Yet, this ineffable Tao, this Tao that you cannot put into words, is the source of all spirit and matter expressing itself. It is the mother of all created things. Not to desire material things is to know the freedom of spirituality, and to desire them is to suffer the limitations of matter. Yet these two things, matter and spirit, so different in nature, have the same origin. This unity is the mystery of mysteries and the gateway to spirituality. This is really about embracing duality because that's what we are. We are matter and spirit. And one does not take place of the other, but it's both of them combined. It's the yin and the yang. It's opposites, not canceling each other out because I think in our country, we tend to cancel each other out using opposites. Well, you're smart and not so smart or 
whatever it is, body and spirit. Like we're both. You can be both. I think it's important for us to know our physicalness, but know that our physicalness is just our way of knowing, our way of expanding who we truly are, which is the spirit. It's really about experiencing. So for instance, you can read about New Jersey, you can study New Jersey, but until you actually come to New Jersey, you can't really know New Jersey until you've experienced it. But when you're experiencing New Jersey, be careful about using your filters, your ego mind to experience New Jersey. Can you imagine seeing an ocean and not calling it the ocean, just experiencing the waves and the wetness of the water and things like that without labeling things? That's a whole other experiencing. And I invite everybody to try and do that. Anyway, I was looking at other verses of the Tao. I was reading Wayne Dyer's version. I just happened to find an article on the internet and it's about this woman who went to a Hay House convention in New York and heard Wayne Dyer speak which I would have loved to have had that opportunity to see him speak live. She started talking about, she bought his book, but she really wasn't ready to read it. Here's what Wayne Dyer says about his verse one in his book. The key ideas from Wayne Dyer from verse one of the Tao Te Ching is the Tao is both named and nameless. Ever desireless, one can see the mystery, the challenge of letting go. When desiring, you see the manifestations. So when you're without desire... You can see the mystery, but when you are desiring something, you only want to see the manifestation of what it is that you want. You need both. You need to be desiring to be desireless and vice versa. They don't cancel each other out. It's about being inclusive. So I just thought that was so weird how I was thinking of all of this, and I guess this is the podcast the universe wanted me to put out because my other podcast didn't really work out so well. And here we are. This is what I'm thinking about this week, this idea of being nameless. You could think of it like yourself. I've been listening to Jim Croce, and one of his famous songs is I Got a Name, and how having that name gave him an identity, grounded him. But if his name was John Jones... Would he be a different person or would he still be Jim Croce? Being John Jones gives you a whole other identity. However, it doesn't dictate the, the personality or who the person is. It's just like calling a rose by any other name. Because we are all named and we are all the 10,000 things, but yet we are nameless. And when we are named, then it's easy to define a person. Whenever we define somebody, and I tell my daughter this, Whatever anybody thinks of you, they're filtering this through their own filter. It's not real. There's no truth to who you are, your reputation, or what anybody thinks of you. It's all impermanent. Not only is it not permanent, but it's forever changing on who's doing the thinking about you. Because if you have 83 people, you're going to have 83 different definitions of who you are. You can't go on that. So what does this have to do with anything except this is basically what's been on my mind this week. It's truly an invitation for you to start opening up yourself to what is, being inclusive of everything, being that duality of mind and spirit, good and bad, good parent, bad parent, yelling and loving, everything. My second thought is what's with all the labels, good, bad, high, low, this, that. Everything could just be what it is without the labels. Labels for less. I think that's a store. 
But in all seriousness, everything just is experienced without filters, without labels. Try it this week. It's just all part of life. This is lesson one of what the channeling was about. Accepting our duality, living in our duality, and embracing all comers, whatever shows up in our experience. But thinking about this idea of the unknown, I have a mantra. Thank you, universe, for surprising and delighting me. Because I don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. But if we expect to be surprised and delighted, it makes the unknown really exciting. That's also part of what the universe really wants me to convey to you. Be lighter about everything. Infuse joy and giddiness and fun into it. Expect to be surprised. Expect to be delighted. Expect good things to happen to you. Your energy flows where your attention goes. The more you put attention on something, the more energy is going to go into it. If you expect good things to happen, that is what is going to vibrate in your life and manifest because you're vibrating this expectation of great things and the universe is just going to match it. Law of attraction right there all the way. Because when you are truly in joy, you are your most powerful. Helping somebody from a place of joy is so much more beneficial than helping someone from when you're not in a place of joy or loving someone from a place of joy is so much more beneficial to you, to them, to the planet than not being in that space. It's a very, very powerful place to be. And I know we're not used to this kind of thing, but maybe we should be, you know, maybe that is something that you want to get used to, to constantly being in a state of love and joy and, and lightness. Abraham Hicks says, if you knew your potential to feel good, you would ask no one to be different so that you can feel good. You would free yourself of all that cumbersome impossibility of needing to control the world or control your mate or control your child. You are the only one who creates your reality for no one else can think for you. No one else can do it. It is only you. Every bit of it is you. That's the good news and the bad news there, because the good news is that we have control over this, but the bad news is that we have to take responsibility. You have to be responsible for who you are, your reactions, how you're showing up in the world and how you're feeling. That's an important lesson. Verse one of the Tao reminds us to embrace everything, all parts of us, while we're taking responsibility for who we are, how we're showing up in the world, our vibration and our level of joy, to realize that it's all sacred. That's how all of this ties in together, that it's all sacred to embrace it all. But as we are taking responsibility for it, to live with intention, to expect joy, expect good things to happen to us and be a blessing in this world. So please take care of yourselves this week and please be kind to yourself and to everyone around you. Work on really having a great week, a different week, living differently, looking at your life and looking at the things that you want to improve and being grateful for the things that are going well. What's going well this week? Do we ever think about what's going well and focus on that? We always focus on what's wrong. But make a list of things that are going right this week and leave me a comment. Share it with me. I would love to hear from you. Have a great week. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Soul Streaker Podcast. If you liked it, press that subscribe button, leave me a rating, and if you leave a comment, I'll mention you in the next episode. Please share this podcast with anybody you think might benefit from it. I'll be so grateful if you did. And don't forget to watch me on Lunchtime Live on Instagram at jenna.jake and check out my website, www.jennajake.com.